Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Good morning. It's your girl, Cy Brown. And thank you for tuning in to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Glad to have you with us. Today, our guest will be Mr. Carl Agard. He joins us on Wednesday to share tips and um, good information on real estate and the real estate market. So I'm very happy that, excuse me, Carl joins us every Wednesday. Um, Oh, let me just give you a couple other quick updates. Um, When you can, uh, uh, log on to isbseminars.com. That is the site and the company that I'm working with. to really promote distance learning and online learning. Uh, I know so many people that are out of work right now and so many people that are looking to better their skills just in so many different areas. So a friend of mine, Shashina Gibbs, she's doing a seminar on March 13th called um, The CEO, and it's really to help everybody who is in, like who works in direct sales like Avon, Tupperware, Arbonne, artists, My Life Compass, just a whole host of um, direct sales companies. And she's a direct sales field trainer. So she will be sharing tips on how to really be successful in the direct sales industry um, because a lot of times, and she's also a prepaid legal representative, Shashina is really good because she um, empowers women but she uses different direct sales businesses to touch them in their lives where where they need it most. So she's really, really good. Um, So she's hosting a workshop called The CEO on March 13th in Clifton, New Jersey. So I'm really, really happy to to promote her workshop. It's $25, but you will get, and it's for two hours, and you will get um, pretty much, I call it a brain dump, where she is just going to come and pour her knowledge on how she's been able to be so successful with um, prepaid legal and Avon. And I'll tell you, she's probably going to kill me for saying this. I remember she was telling me how she was able to be so successful um, with Avon, and it was like signing up companies and things like that. So when she shared that with me, I was like, girl, i got to share this with my listeners. So she has been on the show once before. They had um, an event in New York City called the Purple Diamond Powwow, and purple is her color. And I actually went to speak and give a complimentary workshop called Cancer Answers for Women, which you all know um, I'm always doing. Uh, well, I'm at, I, I try to do the Cancer Answers for Women workshop as frequently as I can. And so anytime I get an opportunity to speak in front of an audience and and give the information for cancer awareness, I do. Excuse me, sorry about that. Um, So, you know, we work in tandem with each other, really trying to help women um, get a lot of information. So, again, that workshop is on March 13th, and it is in Clifton, New Jersey, and the cost is $25. So I strongly encourage you just to go. Again, the website is isbseminars.com. And uh, she's going to actually be doing um, teleseminars as well. So if you miss it or you're not 
in or around the New York City area, don't fret, my darlings. You can catch it on a teleseminar as well. We don't have a date scheduled for her teleseminar yet, um, but I'm sure we'll get it scheduled for the month of March. Um, otherwise, just if you're trying to get into the chat room, I tried to open the chat room already, and I'm having a little bit of difficulty with my Internet connection, so I don't know uh, what's going on with that. So hopefully I'll get the chat room open um, very shortly, so that way you can kind of log in. So I know my buddy PD is listening, and I want to hear all about Paranoia's birthday celebration yesterday. So I have to hurry up. I hope my technical uh, difficulty or the slow Internet connection or whatever it is fixes itself because I want to hear what Paranoia did for um, the birthday celebration yesterday. Uh, and I, I also have to share, um, give a big shout out to Thomas Black, who is a friend of mine from many, many, many years ago and found me on Facebook. Let me tell you, Facebook, as much as people are either for or against it, Facebook has been able to reunite me with people like literally that I haven't seen since I was seven years old. So how cool is that that you have the opportunity to just reconnect with people? So big shout out to everybody who's connecting with me over Facebook. And let me just, just even to that end, let me just share really quickly. I received a friend request from someone on Facebook, and I sent back a message, and it just simply said, have we met? And so the woman um, responded and said, no, we haven't met. I listened to your show, and, you know, I hope I'm not intruding. And it's not an, a matter of intruding, but let's, let, let me just share this little bit of, like, Internet or social media etiquette. It's always gracious to the person to say, hey, I remember when da, 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 or hey, we met here, da, 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 da. But just to send arbitrary friend requests, I will ignore it. I'm, 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 I'm saying it really honestly and really candidly. I'm not just going to hit accept, accept, accept for the sake of saying I've got 4,000 friends on Facebook. I would be happier with 10 friends and people that I actually want to connect and know than just to accept friend requests and all of a sudden I've got all these friends and don't know them and yet I'm putting, you know, personal and family milestones and achievements on the Internet and sharing it with a bunch of strangers. So anyway, just as a little bit of social media etiquette, just put a note like, you know, hey, we met or hey, I listened to the show. And I do the same. Actually, if I ever friend somebody, I'll put such and such said, you know, to to you know, that you're a good person to know maybe we can connect on Facebook. Just something a little bit more than just sending a friend request. So anyway, once she, you know, she, she responded and was like, oh, I listened to the show, da, 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 da. So I accepted her friendship. But anyway, just a little social media etiquette. Um, oh, another thing I want to update us all on, like we talked about it yesterday. One of the reasons why we talked about um, – social media, I mean, not social media, oh, see, my brain is still on social media, about unemployment yesterday. Well, number one, Tuesday, we usually talk about politics. But really, I felt that this whole unemployment situation has really not been addressed as it probably could have. You know, a lot of people, I feel, just really were not dealing with unemployment, we're not talking about it, and they're still talking about health care. Well, duh, if I don't even have a job, Healthcare is the last thing I'm worried about, and I think, and I personally believe that we did not have enough discourse and not conversation about healthcare. So I mean, just really talking about, um, oh, I'm so sorry about unemployment. So that's why we did the show yesterday.
and employment. And then, ironically enough, that was the lead story on all the news outlets last night, how unemployment has now passed. And we did talk about that uh, yesterday, that this guy, Bunning, just kept saying, we have to be able to fund it. Well, you know something? I feel that way. We should have said that about the war. We should have said that about tax breaks. We should have said that about so many other initiatives that the R side recommended and pushed through that uh, I, I just can't figure out why now he all of a sudden says we can't pass unemployment. It's going to cost us $10 billion, and we have no way to pay for it. Eh. He's not running again in November anyway, so he definitely does not even care. But still, the point is, you know, don't don't halt what lifeline people do have just to get them through to the next week. So I'm very glad that last night um, it went, it was already passed by the House of Representatives last Thursday. Last night it was pushed through the Senate, and it's now on the president's desk to sign. So with any luck, any, you know, being extremely hopeful, we know he's going to sign it, he'll sign it, and then people will at least have a 30-day lifeline. And I'm sure you know 30 days is not like, you know, it just gets you through another month. I don't know what they're waiting for. I hope they don't jimmy the unemployment numbers to, to make the case for cutting unemployment extended benefits. But you know what? It really is a lifeline to many people. So big shout-out to everybody who pushed through, and shame on Senator Bunning for holding up people's money. Um, let's get into a little bit of music, and uh, on the other side, we'll bring in our real estate expert, Carl Agard, to everybody listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Like the army grenade, you can slide on my ice like the escapade. 
with the marmalade. Who me? Not you. Oh yeah, who's he? I even dig your man's style, but I love your profile. Whisper in your ear and get you all shook up, but don't blush. Just keep this on the hush. I know you see me on the video. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you. I had to let you know that I got a crush on you. Why you trying to catch sea breeze? I'm in the PVs, all chrome V3s, decked out TVs. CDs with crazy bass, keep my lady lace. Don't be fooled by the baby face. I hope you're not, cause your thighs got me hot. Only one plan, that's to rise to the top. I told you before when I first pursued. I want to interlude in the nude. You know I love the way you fill up. Sip my tequila. From the dealer, full lift chinchilla. Heat up the clutch, 750 to love. Then we speed down the hutch, breaking trees in the dust. I'm not the one you sleep with to eat quick. Want a cheap chick? Better go down a freak, Nick. You got to hit me all. Buy this girl gifts, of course. So I look sick in my six with my Christian LaCroix. I know you see me on the video. True. I know you heard me on the radio. True. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you. I had to let you know that I got a crush on you. I know you see me on the video. True. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak a different girl every day of the week on Twitter, and I'm getting ready to bring Carl Agard into the onto the line. But Carl, I just have to tell you, Juice Fair ESQ, who's from Brooklyn, she's a lawyer from Brooklyn. She and I chatted a couple times. Um, told me, just put out on Twitter. Tell Carl, I said, um, what's up? So I I went, I tweeted her back and said that I'll let you know um, that she said hello. So what's going on, buddy? How are you today? I'm good. How you doing? Doing good. You got fans on Twitter, man. <laughs> All right, right. And everyone, everyone can follow me on twitter.com slash Carl Agar Books. Okay, I'm going to put that in the, um, the chat room right now, twitter.com forward slash Carl Agar Books. Well, why is it? Well, it's Carl Agar Books because you've written so many books, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, well, I'm putting that in the in the chat room and on Twitter right now. So anyway, so what are you sharing with us today? And then I want you to talk about your event happening on the 20th of this month. Okay, well, real quick, I want to recap with everyone, those that's been listening to the podcast, if they missed any of the shows or uh, first-time listeners, uh, basically some of my tips I've been giving them during the past year, uh, past month during this year, is the changes on the FHA loans. You have to put 3.5% down as opposed to 3% in the past. 
You still have the $8,000 tax credit that's about to expire. You do have time to the end of April to get yourself in contract. and must close by July. Okay, so you still got time to get out there, look at some good deals. I have some good deals on my website, www.carlagard.com, and click on the properties. Right now, I have properties 50 cents, 60 cents on the dollar. These are short sale properties that um, I'm selling all over the city, Brooklyn, Queens, even some in Long Island, and you could, you could get them 50% below market value, okay? Now, what I want to talk about today is the documents required to get a loan. Oh, okay, let me put that. Hold on one second. All right, so it's the documents required to get a loan? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. okay. I'm putting that in the chat room and putting it on Facebook and Twitter now. Okay, cool. All right, great. Previous shows, we talked about getting acquainted with some real estate professionals like real estate brokers like myself that can find you properties, good attorneys that can write your contracts and make sure that um, you're protected in your deal, and then also you need a good mortgage broker that can get you qualified, get you to the right programs so you can buy your home. Now, what you need now is to collect your documentation. The main thing the mortgage um, brokers and companies want is your two most recent pay stubs, 2009 and 2008 W-2s, your most recent bank statements, um, savings accounts and checking accounts. If you have a 401k plan or any IRAs and pensions, you know, your quarterly statement to show how much assets you have in there. And then also now they want tax returns. They want to make sure that you're filing your taxes, so you're going to have to present your 2009 and 2008 tax returns, all of your schedules and forms. Get those packages together and give it to your mortgage broker at the same time. And I want to stress it because when you start giving piece here, piece here, your stuff get lost. It will hold up your uh, transaction. So you want to get your documentation all in together, uh, keep it in a nice folder, and get it to your mortgage broker. The more organized you are, the quicker your deal could go. And then also what you want to do is keep those documentations afterwards, your closing documents afterwards, so that you can um, get your tax credit the next year and also taking all of those good deductions you get when you uh, own a home on your taxes. I have a quick question, Carl. Let me, let me just ask really quickly. Um, you're, you're saying that we, people have to supply, like, their tax returns, W-2s, but what if your income has, like, dramatically changed? Like, for example, and, I, and I'll just say on the flip side, like, when we were um, applying, like, to pay for my older son's tuition, they wanted tax returns you know, a couple years back, but there was such a disparity in our income because we had good years, we had bad years. How does that impact your ability to, to, to get financing if there's drastic fluctuations in your income? Well, what would happen is it would take an average, and it okay. also depends on the amount of house that you're buying. So say if you try to buy a uh, $600,000 house in Germany, that may cause a problem. But if you're buying a uh, $80,000 townhouse in Atlanta, and you're averaging out, like one year may, you may make 90000 another year may 50000 Now your average is about $75,000. You'll take that average okay. over years, and then you will still qualify, like, for an $80,000 townhome in Atlanta. But, you know, uh, a higher-end property, that would be a problem because of the um, fluctuation in the um, salary and the amount of property that you're buying. Also, another key note is for those that are self-employed, you could still get a loan because uh, those documentations are for your average nine-to-five uh, salaried employee. Uh -huh. Now, if you're self-employed, um, they definitely want to see your tax returns, and they're going to go off of your net income, 
not your gross, because they're going to take out all of the deductions. They're going to go your, with your bottom line, and then you have to show your your month-to-month profit and loss statement showing monthly how much you um, profit, and they're going to take that average also use that as your income. Well, all right, so now what, so does it impact where you live? Because one thing you mentioned, like, so say, for example, you make 100000 one year and 50000 another, that puts you at an average of $75,000. Does it matter, like, okay, I made my money in New York, but now I want to move to Atlanta, where you know the properties are a little bit less expensive or you can just get more house for your money? Do they factor that in as well? Yes, yeah, so that's a great question because, you know, with me being a broker in um, New York and Georgia, I face that a lot of times with different clients. So say, for example, I will have a client who uh, has salary going up and down. He might have been a consultant, a technology consultant, for example. And so they would say, hey, I can't get anything in Jersey because of the fluctuation in salary. Um, they'll come down to Atlanta, and they just prove that, hey, I'm doing business in this state, and you know, this will be better for me. I will just have my hub out of Georgia, and then they could qualify. great example also is flight attendants. Um, I had some flight attendants yeah. that were from Continental Airlines, and, you know, their hub is based out of Newark, but because they flew back and forth to Atlanta, what they did was um, I sold their house in Newark, New Jersey. They went down to Atlanta, bought a 3,000-square-foot house in Jonesboro, Georgia, and they was able to qualify because the house was cheaper and better for their salary out of Georgia. And because that they, with the airline, they worked in both Atlanta and in New York, they just switched their hub from Newark, airport to Atlanta airport, and it was able to close. So where do they factor her income from? Like, do they factor it in from Newark because she's based in Newark, or? Well, they factor overall with the airline because, um, oh, okay. yeah, because that's the salary they get from the airline, and because they travel, it doesn't even matter at that point. But yeah, there are cases, what I was... yeah, but there are cases, though, with people um, that, even like even for myself, because I work in different states. Uh, they would have to factor with what I make mostly in the state that I'm buying in. Okay. Okay. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. So they. Okay. Say that one more they time. They factor in the state that you you're mostly making your money in. Okay. Because and the reason I'm asking, like, it's definitely not to you know play gotcha, but people that because this is an internet show, we have people that are across so many different state lines, and because and I, and I had talked about this yesterday, just because of people's transient nature now it used to be where you plant your roots like my grandmother has lived in the same house since my father was like four or something and he's now today matter of fact today's his birthday happy birthday daddy he's 59 people don't do that really anymore they're very transient they make money in one state they live in another they're freelancers so i think that really applies to the listeners of this show because it's not like um like say local show to New York City where most of our listeners or all of our listeners are stationary to one geographic location. So I'm grateful that you're able to even able to share information along those lines because the listeners of this show are kind of like in all different states, you know? Right. And and the key thing, you, you hit in the nail. A lot of times, you know, you have so many different scenarios like uh, someone's based maybe out of Minnesota, but they're living in California. Um, now, their region of work should be in California, even on the basis in Minnesota. So they got to show that my territory is California. Like myself, in the past, I was a broker and I'm still a broker in New York and Georgia. I lived mm-hmm. in Georgia because it was cheaper, but I had to show the bank that I'm making money in both states. My my base was New York, but I'm also making money in Georgia. 
especially nowadays, the banks want to know that you're making most of your money where you live. You don't have to travel to make your money because they know that's going to eventually cause some sort of default down the road, or you might be speculating, you might be an investor, and you're going to rent that house mm. out to say, hey, well, you know, I'm making most of my money in this state anyway, so I'm going to go live there instead. They like for people to make the money in the area that they're going to live in, even though if your base may be somewhere else. And some banks may even do a percentage to say, okay, we want 75% of your income to be made out of the state you're going to be living in, and then the 25% could come from another state because, hey, we ain't going to stop you from making money elsewhere, but they would like to see the majority of your money being made in the state that you're going to own or occupy your property. Hmm. All right. Well, that's good information for us to know, and that's really interesting. I didn't even know that. Like, really, I didn't even think of that. And and I'm asking because I'm looking um, at the people that are in the chat room, and they're all from different places. Like, I'm literally looking at my chat room right now, and I can probably tell you most of the states that are represented, and they're all over there stretching from one end of the country to the other. So, I mean, that's really good for um, for people to know. Before we run out of time, see, tell us about your event happening in Brooklyn this month. Yeah, on March 20th, um, there's a health fair uh, sponsored by the DCAP Merchants Association, and it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday, March 20th, and it's going to be a Sugar Hill restaurant at uh, 609 DCAP Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, and it's a health fair, but we're going to have our display, because I'm talking about your financial health, so I'm going to be out there answering questions, giving out information on real estate, entrepreneurship, and credit, so I will be stopping by giving out mm-hmm. information about her show and other women issues. And also, for those that want to have any questions, you can also hit me behind the scenes on my email, uh, carlagardbooks at gmail.com. Okay, I just put that in the chat room, carlagardbooks at gmail.com. So, all right, so we have one more week before your event on the um, 20th. So everybody check it out. We'll also give reminders next Wednesday. Carl, as always, thank you so much for joining us on the Sideground Morning Show, buddy. All right, thanks a lot. And Real Money, Real Issues Radio dot com. My show is uh, Tuesday, seven to eight p.m. Where I'm gonna go more in depth on some real estate tips. All right, thanks a lot. All right, no doubt. See you next Wednesday. Bye, buddy. Yeah, Carl Carl has a show, Real Money, Real Issues, which is a great show. Um, Also, it was on hiatus for a little while. So I'm so happy that he's back because he actually shares really, really good information on wealth building through real estate, something that we can all use. So anyway, before we run out of time, just want to. Shout out to Erica Richardson. Paranoia, I see um, you put in the chat room that you logged in um, a little bit late, but that's okay. We love you. And tomorrow we'll talk about what you did for your birthday because I did want to share with everybody yesterday was your birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, So tomorrow um, share with us in the chat room what you did for your birthday. It's okay if it's a day late. We love you anyway. Um, And to PD, thank you always for listening, everybody. It's your girl, Cy Brown, checking in for the Cy Brown Morning Show. Don't forget to log on to – cybrown.com just to kind of get the latest of stuff that I'm working on. And uh, remember, we shall pass to this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow at 9. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.